On this edition of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast, Spruce Grove's Smash Brothers, we meet Laron Smith and Kobe Highland. For most young baseball players, the dream is obviously to make it to the big leagues, and it's no different for Spruce Grove's Laron Smith and Kobe Highland. The cherry on top of that dream, though, would be to do it standing side by side. Both are doing everything they can to make that dream a reality, and they are certainly off to a flying start. This past summer, Laron was drafted by the Minnesota Twins in the 25th round of the MLB draft and got his first taste of pro ball with the Rookie League GCL Twins. Kobe, meantime, has moved up the ranks of college ball, making it to the JUCO World Series this past spring with Iowa Western and is now plying his trade at the University of Houston. We start this week's episode with the younger of the two. The 18-year-old Smith is heading to Florida this week for Baseball Canada's selection camp for the junior national team. Laurent, first off, congrats on being named to Baseball Canada's junior national team selection camp. Were you surprised at all to get that call? Um, uh, we've been talking, me and Greg, back and forth for a while. And he, before the last trip, he asked me if I was wanting to come back for and play for my country. And of course my answer was yes. And um, then he said I'd be there and for the next trip or this trip to pre-qualifiers. And I was, I was happy and <laughs> just waiting to chomp at the bit. You bet. What does it mean to you to have the opportunity, uh, opportunity to represent your country? Um, honestly, uh, I'm blue. It doesn't really happen for kids in my area, especially in uh, rural Western Canada. But, um, yeah, like, my brother, my older brother did it, and he, like, just watching him participate with Team Canada and play in the World Cup was just something I've always dreamed about doing, too. It's funny you mention your brother because I remember profiling him a few months back there going towards Juco World Series. And uh, he was talking about sort of the, the friendly, brotherly rivalry that you guys have going on and, and the oh, challenges yeah. he has as being the older brother and making sure that he's setting the bar high for the younger brother. As the younger brother, what kinds of uh, challenges does he put in your way? Honestly, just keeping me on my toes, keeping me competitive. Um Whenever I see him doing good, it just makes me want to do so much better just to kind of rub it in his face a little bit. But, yeah, it's it's always friendly. It's always brotherly love at the end of the day. But, yeah, we always love to be competitive. How fun is it to be not just close with your brother, but also to be able to play the same sport as he is? Um, it's awesome. I've Like, we've been playing this sport for a while, and, like, every year it just gets better and better, and we just love to just <laughs> – bond over that mm-hmm. do you guys i assume that whenever you guys hit a big uh, milestone that kind of thing that you guys are probably taunting each other via text or call or whatever oh, yeah. the case may be oh, oh yeah for sure yeah it's been a, you said that it's been every year has been getting better and better and this was certainly an eventful year for you in particular i'd assume the highlight might be getting picked by minnesota in the draft oh yeah for sure definitely yeah. one of my highlights um funny story actually is just it was like getting the call was just something crazy. It was, I was sleeping on the back of uh, our bus to 
a trip to Langley and we just, and then I just heard my name get called and everybody was just clapping. I was like, it was just so surreal. When you get drafted right off the bat, everybody's kind of talking about you being able to maybe make a transition to catcher. Did that take you by surprise at all? And were you ready for that challenge? Um, surprise, not as much just because we've like every team I've talked to, they've always wanted, they wanted me to try it or see how well I could do. And then when like the twins, when they called me, they were like, we're going to draft you as a catcher. We're going to, we're going to make this work. And I was like, honestly, after they said that, I was just kind of ready. Like, I just kind of wanted to try Like, like what's worse that can happen? Like, I just really wanted to get going and really show what I can do. Have you ever played catcher before, or have you been mostly an infielder? No. Uh, mostly an infielder. This is the first year I've ever even attempted catching. What kinds of challenges have, have you faced so far, and what kinds of hurdles have you had to kind of cross or get over to be able to sort of make that adjustment and get that adjustment in your head? Um, there's, there's like two big hurdles. Um, one, coming from high school and playing every day, and then coming to the pros and not playing every day was like, it was, that was a little bit of a challenge for me, at least. Um, but um, for catching, it was mostly just, like, getting the movements down. Because as an infielder, you're not moving like a catcher at all. And then all of a sudden, you get back there and you have to kind of figure out all the movements and make sure you get them all down. And, yeah, that was our biggest hurdle for that, for sure. You've come back to Alberta, and now you're spending a little bit of time here, and I know you're you're spending some time in, in Okotoks at uh, Dogs Academy. Who are you leaning on for guidance when it comes to sort of prepping for the future, whether it be you know junior college or baseball Canada or the Twins, whatever the case may be? Um, well, we have a pretty good staff down in the Twins, and they're always willing to help. So um, I lean on them a little bit, but I always love to come back to where it all began and where I where I first started to even get the dreams of becoming a professional athlete. And so the coaches here in Okotoks definitely are one of my big, big key supporters for sure. But if I ever have any questions or like, yeah, it's mostly the twins or if I'm just struggling and need somebody to talk to, it'd be my brother for sure. It's interesting too, is that, you know, with Okotoks, they have Jordan Precision, who's a grad who's been in the Boston system. Have you been able to touch base with him to talk things through at all? Uh yeah we yeah, we talked as soon as I got here we were trying to figure we figured out a little bit of plan to just catch a little bit and he can show me some of the stuff that have helped him become such a proficient catcher. When it comes to hitting or the things that uh, other things that the Twins liked out of you, what kinds of things did you take away from that experience with GCL? Um, really it was just like it was just a transition like like with Team Canada we do play. Um, the professional level guys, but they're most they know we're high school kids, so they're not really trying, like really like trying to like get us out and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It was just mostly them working on stuff. So when I get to the GCL, it was, most, it was got, like it was just a little bit of a transition with the pitching and how they're really like working the corners and stuff like that, especially for my hitting and then, yeah, the speed of the game. True, that, or that's what kind of got on me a little bit too, but. I'm hoping to come back this next year and make something, do something big. 
you segued really well into my next question, which is looking ahead to 2019 now. Uh, obviously, you still have uh, uh, the camp with Baseball Canada to worry about and that kind of thing. But when you look ahead to next year, what do you see as being sort of the things that you need to work on to take that next step? Or what do you foresee as being sort of your what you hope 2019 will you'll get accomplished there? Well, things I definitely need to work on would definitely just be hitting at a consistent level because it was very fluctu- it fluctuated a lot during this last year. And then for sure, just learning to catch and start catching in games because as soon as I can start doing that, I can start playing in more games and figuring everything out from there. But um, for my hope, my, hopefully what I'm hoping for is to have a great spring training hitting-wise and maybe get a call up a little bit. Laurent, really looking forward to seeing you progress through the system with uh, Minnesota and, of course, with everything else that you're, you're involved in, including now uh, the selection camp for the junior national team. Uh, thanks so much for the time today. Uh, thank you. Great chat there with Laurent Smith about his ascent up the baseball depth charts. His brother isn't going to be taking that all lying down, though. Kobe Highland was a major piece of the success of Iowa Western this past college season, and it earned him a move up the college baseball ranks. The 21-year-old has been allowed to continue his dream as he was recruited by the University of Houston. We caught up with him between classes. Let's talk about your year so far. And it's been kind of a a wild and crazy one uh, starting in JUCO. When you look back on 2018, what stands out most for you? Honestly, what stands out most for me was my performance at... uh the Juco World Series, it's just, I never could have imagined playing that well there and getting all tournament and all this and all the publicity, you know, it was, it was just lots of fun. I had a, had a great team last year and we just, it, it kind of sucked when we couldn't go all the way and win the whole thing, but it was, it was just a blast at that tournament and I just made the most of it. I know when we talked last about that, it was just heading into JUCO World Series, and you were su- super excited about that opportunity. What was the key for your success leading up to that so you you didn't sort of overstep your, your own expectations, but at the same time perform as well as you did? Honestly, I just had as much fun as I could with it. It was, it was the last time... Me and all the all my buddies who I came in with, as a freshman with, I just tried to have as much fun with them and and just do what I could to help the team win win all the games we did. And honestly, that's what my I think that's how I think I got was success, so successful there is because I just tried to have as much fun as I could, even if even when I grounded out, struck out, whatever I did, I just you know had a smile on my face and just kept playing, kept going through it all. How big of that, how big of a factor is that idea of having fun in the grand scheme of things? Because it is just a game. And sometimes I think a lot of people maybe take it for granted and take it a little too seriously. Yeah. uh, I had a great coach at Iowa Western who said, said that basically that, Hey, it's just a game. It's, it's, you, you can't do anything. Like whatever you do wrong, it's not going to destroy or ruin your life. You know, it's, you just got to try to have fun with it. And that's what I tried to do is just I, – I tried to pass it on to other guys too while we were playing through it all. Just put a smile on your face, have fun, and, you know, things will happen. Things will go your way eventually. 
So now you find yourself in Houston. How did that all come to be? Uh, honestly, it's funny. I mean, I didn't have a long fall because I got hurt uh, throughout the fall. And uh, Coach Rooney just kind of called me one day. He's the pitching coach here at Houston. And he just said uh, they were interested in me. I uh, next Next two weeks, I went on a visit to Houston and loved what I saw. Uh, there was a spot open for me, so, and it was just a really good offer, so I just couldn't turn it down, really, and I loved it every minute since I've been here. I was going to ask, how is the transition going from Iowa Western to Houston, and is there much of a difference in terms of sort of not just the athletic abilities, because you, now you're in you're in NCAA, but you're also looking at schooling and all the other stuff that goes along with it. Uh, I mean, coming from Iowa Western and coming to Houston, you know, both both really good uh, winning winning schools and winning teams. Uh, it hasn't been much of a change. You know, the work ethic on both teams is pretty similar, especially coming to D1. Like everyone's good here, so you gotta you gotta take that work ethic and you gotta up it even more. So I wouldn't say that like changing teams is much different just because we're, they're both winning teams, but in terms of like school and all that, it's, I mean, D1, so it's a bit different. So you got to just be on top of things. For sure. Another thing that you got to be on top of is the, the brotherly rivalry that you've got going on from the standpoint of watching the summer that, that Laurent had, what was it like to to be watching what he went through? I mean, I, I I love my brother, and I love everything he got to go through. Through Team Canada, the draft, now playing with the Twins for a little bit, and he got, and, you know, I love to see it. I hope one day I get there with him and we can both play together. And I just, I just hope all the – like, I just want him to have as much success as he can have because, I mean, baseball doesn't last forever, and – I just hope he gets to live his dream and one day play in the big leagues. Did you ever think when you guys were growing up that you guys would have the kind of success that you've had thus far? Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, from little ages, me and Ron have always been talking about, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to go big, and everyone's going to know our names. We've been talking about like that since, Honestly, like since we were like six, since we first swung a bat, we've just been having that. We've had that image in our mind since we were young that, hey, let's make something of this. It's cool to see. Is it's not just a. It's not cocky by any stretch, and it's not super confidence by any stretch. But it's just that ability and, and willingness to kind of feed off each other at the same time. Is is that kind of a fair assessment? Oh, totally. We we're very competitive. Uh, people both me and Laurent and and he he'll joke around about something and that just makes me want to make that thing better and I'll tell him hey you need to get better at this and he'll just joke around and we'll just exactly like we'll just feed off of each other and honestly we just make each other better does it change your uh your hopes and dreams a little bit when you hear Minnesota talking about maybe making him into a catcher uh, not at all. I mean, <laughs> that kid, he's, he's an athlete and he's big. And I mean, honestly, that's probably one of the best spots for him on the field. He's a big kid, very physical. 
he can he has amazing hands, amazing feet, and he can he has a hell of a bat. Like he can swing swing it very well. So I mean, they're just being smart, and I mean, from what I've heard, he's he's loving it, and he's taking it in stride, and he's learning a lot about the game, and that's only going to up his game even more. So I think he's going to love that spot, and it's going to get him to the big leagues faster. What does it mean to you to be able to have that brotherly connection and to be able to text each other and talk to each other on a regular basis and go through the the trials and tribulations of being an Alberta kid trying to make it in the baseball world, which is kind of different from what a lot of Calgary or Alberta kids try to go through, which is, you know, you want to go to hockey, you want to go to football, and this is a different sport for for a lot of kids. I mean, it's always been nice to have my brother. He He's been a shoulder I can go to if I have problems about hitting or fielding or anything. Like both just go to each other for about questions about anything. And having that person in your household, been able to go to the cage together, it's always been good because I've never had to feel alone coming from Alberta. You know, I've always had an elite brother in my household in the same sport. And like we've just been able to feed off each other and make each other so much better. And, you know, just, set up the road for each other honestly like I I went on Team Canada first he got on Team Canada he got drafted I'm I'm betting on getting drafted this year so it's just we always push each other day in day out and having that in your household makes you a hell of a ball player honestly I think when you look down that road and and in the immediate future 2019 is right around the corner hard to believe that we're getting close to year-end thinking but when you look ahead to 2019, what's on your bucket list? What do you want to get accomplished that, you know, whether it's baseball-wise, whether it's schooling-wise, that you really have up there on your in your uh, radar? I mean, right now, my goal is is to get drafted this year in the top 15 rounds at all costs. I mean, I'm going to put in the work this year, and, and, uh, and I hope things – I'm planning on things working out that way. It's just I got to stay confident every day and trust in my ability, and hopefully one day I'll see my brother in the minor leagues and we can play against each other or play with each other. That's the biggest thing on my bucket list. And then just having a good season for my team here. You know, I'm I'm new here, just getting to know all these guys and to make a to make a big uh, contribution to this team. Would I'd love to do that. Just just so people know that I'm a competitor and I can play on any team. Kobe, I appreciate the time. This is the second time we've been able to chat, and, and this time mm-hmm. for the first time on uh, podcast form. So I appreciate uh, the update and all the best in Houston, and I'm sure we'll be chatting with you before too long, man. For sure. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Thanks again to Spruce Groves, Laron Smith, and Kobe Highland for taking the time to chat. And as always, thanks to you for listening to another edition of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. Coming up next week, it was bittersweet for one Alberta baseball product watching the Boston Red Sox win the World Series. Ian Wilson sits down for a frank discussion with Dogs Academy grad Jordan Precision. Speaking of Ian, make sure to head on over to albertadugoutstories.com as he's got a great Alberta connection to the newly minted AL Rookie of the Year, Shohei Otani. Again, thank you for listening to Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast.